0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Just Publics at 365 documentary filmmaker series. This week, I interviewed lawyer termed filmmaker Don Porter, who is the founder of Trilogy Films and the director and producer of Gideon's Army. Gideon's Army, which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival, follows the personal stories of three young public defenders who are part of a small group of idealistic lawyers in the Deep South challenging the assumptions that drive a criminal justice system strained to the breaking point. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. The first question I have is, could you share a little
1: bit about yourself, your work on Gideon's Army, and how you think of your work as a documentary filmmaker, as a form of activism, art, or both? A more targeted question would be, um, you know, when did you decide to become a documentary filmmaker? I know that you're a lawyer. um, Mm -hmm. So when Um, did you make that transition?
2: um, You know, I kind of, I actually decided I wanted to make a documentary film, which I think is different than deciding I wanted to be a filmmaker. (laughs) So um, I was working for A&E television, and um, I just felt like I wasn't seeing a lot of stories about minorities or stories that I cared about, and there were, you know, things I was interested in that I thought would make really interesting, I thought other people would be interested in too, and I thought, you know, I think I could do this. Um, and when I met the Jonathan Rapping and the public defenders, I thought this is a great story, um, that I have access to, but also that I think I understand as a lawyer. Um, and so I, uh, that's, that's kind of how it started, but I, I really started out thinking, I wanted to make a film. I wasn't thinking about like a whole career shift, um, at first.
1: And could you tell us, I know that the film is based on the 1963 Clarence Gideon. um, and uh, versus Wainwright and i was just wondering I guess my question is um, why did you choose to focus on that and I know you kind of answered that a little bit in your last question but I guess more um, what led you to focus on the public defenders I think that um, like most people
2: I didn't really understand um, what public defenders do um, how critical they are to our system of democracy Um, And, you know, I think the most important, I didn't understand at all why anybody would do their job. It's just such a tough job and such little pay and long hours. Um, And I couldn't really, I just was really curious. Like, why would anybody um, want to defend people who are accused of terrible things? Um, And so I was really just, you know, curious about them. And And I also felt, once I got to know them, I felt like, what they do is so misunderstood and so misrepresented. And I thought that um, doing a film could add to the public conversation about what they do um, and show people why they do it, but also why it's so important and why we should all care about it.
1: Yeah, and that leads into my uh, other, another question that I have, which is who are your target audiences?
2: Um, I think it's really everybody. I mean, I think it's for... The general public, which I put myself in, um, uh, you know, it's did you know that 80% of people are represented, accused of crimes, are represented by public defenders? Which leads to the follow up that means 80% of people who are being arrested in this country are, you know, if not at poverty level, are very low income. And I think that that's a striking statistic. Um, And then I think for public defenders, It was to encourage them to explain to people why they do what they do and why it's important. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, public defenders get so much negative publicity that they tend to kind of give up on the general public and not explain what they do. And I think, you know, people are open to it if they have those dialogues. So, for them, it was be proud of what you do. You're so important to to you know our system.
1: And Kara um, Mertes, who leads uh, just films at the Ford Foundation, has said that thinking about impact will make your film better. Mm-hmm. And so, did you think about the impact you wanted this film to have before you made it, and how did that shape the film? Um,
2: I think I I like a lot of people. I thought about it a little bit abstractly. I mean. When you're making a film, your first goal is to make a good film. and um, But along the way, you know, I think I realized um, that it could be a really important part of a conversation that's happening in this country about criminal justice and criminal justice reform. So um, I think, you know, what Kara says is, is absolutely right. We We should be thinking all along the way for opportunities to... Spread the message, and also who the you know who our audiences are, who our allies might be, who might be the microphones for our film to to you know who might use it to make social change. Um, so I, I think uh, I came to it a little bit later than she was talking about, but um, along the way that was a really critical part of what we were doing: engaging the public defenders, the ACLU, um, other social justice criminal. Uh, justice outfits. And they've been fantastic in hosting screenings and publicizing the film, um, and that I think has led to a really successful rollout, um, you know, culminating on HBO.
1: So what do you think that the film says about the criminal justice system in our country?
2: I think it says that there's a whole class of people who are invisible um, and that we have a criminal justice system that works very differently if you're poor than if you're wealthy, um, and since most of the people being brought into it are poor, um, I think we should be alarmed and horrified by what passes for justice. So I think the young people who are featured, who are the lawyers in the film, you know, the other thing I think it says is those are patriots; those are people who love our constitution, love our country. They are. Doing the unpopular thing, they, um, but they are also like the last protection for people accused of serious serious crimes. There's almost nothing more serious than you can do to, than to lock somebody up and strip them of their rights. So to make sure that we do that properly, and that's why we started the film with Travis saying, "If you're going to take my liberty, you got to do it right," um, because that it's just one of the most important things you know we can do. We see across the world, people are fighting for the ability to have fair trials and free speech. And that's what public defenders do. They're representing people so that they have fair process.
1: So, Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned that scene with uh, Travis Williams, and uh, I was really blown away by that scene as well. And I, I guess another question I wanted to ask you is, why did you decide to focus on a few cases mm-hmm. that the public defenders were doing rather than... You know, emphasize necessarily. I mean, you were emphasizing throughout the film these huge case loads—125 cases or something like that.
2: Yeah, I think the numbers start um, to—we get immune to the numbers when you say, you know, 12 million people arrested every year, um, seven million people in the criminal justice system, two million people in prison. People get immune to what that really means. And so what I wanted to do is say, you know, that's the backdrop. And see how much effort it takes for one of those. And now do the math. Now think about if he has to do this times 160, what could that possibly be like? And And I think that people, when you slow down and let them understand all that goes into being a good lawyer, I think that it allows them to enter his world and enter his mindset in a way that, if you just put up a big number, it gets a gasp that it doesn't bring you into his world. And I think if you see actual people, you know, prisoners become numbers. People accused become numbers and not real people. And what I wanted to show is every single person they're representing has a family, has a story. If he does his job right, he's supposed to get to know that, but how can he possibly do it with those numbers? So I wanted to focus on individual people and not have people be numbers.
1: So a major focus of Just Publics at 365 is bringing together academics, activists, and media makers in ways that promote social justice, civic engagement, and greater democracy. And often academics appear as talking heads in documentary films. How can academics push the boundaries and move beyond the role of the talking head?
2: I think that they should really um, think about what drew them to their work what made them passionate about their topic in the first place and don't hesitate to tell those personal stories if you want to be more than a a talking head and you know we can look up facts um... we can't look up personal stories and experience and that's what a person who studies or writes or thinks about really important topics can bring to an interview that personal experience why does this matter why do you know it matters and Help us explain to everybody else what you see. I think that that's an incredibly important role for an academic.
1: What are some key projects that would give documentary filmmakers, activists, and academics opportunities to work together? so in other words, not necessarily working on you know documentaries about the civil rights movement, but what are the points of intersection for these three sometimes indistinct groups of people?
2: Um, you know we all go through a period of research. Um, where we're looking for characters, so we're looking for people to um, help explain a story. So if somebody has written extensively about a topic, often you know you know, the people that have really good stories. So at the research stage, there's a great opportunity for collaboration. I think there's also um, for... Writing proposals, we often have to have experts review the proposals, and that's a really good um, collaboration is finding somebody who will read over your submission to the NEH or um, you know National Endowment for the Humanities. Um, it's a really critical, you know, foundations and other funders, they want to know that you're tapped into the people who are thinking exclusively about the topic that you're working on. So um, at the research and writing proposal stage, there's a great opportunity to work together with people who are interested
1: in being storytellers. Well, thank you so much for this great interview. It was
0: wonderful.
2: Thank you. thanks for I appreciate it.
0: That was this week's interview with Don Porter. Join us next week right here on the Just Publix at 365 blog for another interview with an up and coming documentary filmmaker. Just Publix at 365 is a project of the Graduate Center CUNY located at 365 Fifth Avenue, where you will find the life of the mind in the heart of the city. Just Publix at 365 is funded by the Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide.